best friends forever. Until one host says something wrong about the other host's favorite character. Why would you say such a thing? Talking all things supernatural and sci-fi television, it's Talking TV with Liz and Lindy of TeamTSD.com. Hi, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Talking TV with Liz and Lindy. I'm Liz. And I'm Lindy. And this is one of our favorite podcasts to do because it is The Walking Dead tonight. That is what we're talking about. And we have an extra, extra, extra special guest. He's so special. The most special. (laughs) The voice of Wizard World, Mo Whitening. Hello, Mo. Hello, ladies. Hello, everybody. How you guys doing? Doing great, doing great. And you also have a couple shows on Wizard World Con Radio. Yeah, yep. Yeah, I'm I'm all over the place. I, I'm the host of my own geek podcast called Con Smash with uh, a guy Billy A. Patterson, and I also do some pro wrestling discussion on the Wrestling Audio Podcast. Awesome, love it. Well, tonight we're really happy that you have decided to talk Walking Dead series with us. Every time The Walking Dead comes back. I'm always, I feel like it just ended, but then I also think about what happened and I'm like, what actually did happen? I don't remember. <laughs> so this will be super helpful for us and hopefully all the listeners as well. Lindy, do you want to kind of talk about where, just like an overview of where we left off and then I know Mo probably has some super non-optimistic theories about who's probably <laughs> going to die. Okay, yeah. I I was going to say, I don't mean to interrupt, but I don't always want the characters to die, Liz. Come on. Right. Right. Okay, yeah, we'll get to that in a second. I want somebody to die. I think somebody needs to die, but we'll get to that in a second anyway. Okay, so just to summarize where we left off with the mid-season finale, we have Glenn in the woods with Enid, right, looking on. He sees everything that's going on. Um, They released the balloons and all that jazz. Uh, Daryl, correct me if I'm wrong, because I was like, um, I, I, I think I was... You were in labor when this was happening? Yeah, so I don't remember. Uh, but I do remember Daryl, Sasha, <laughs> Abraham. So we know Daryl, Sasha, and Abraham are out. They've come in contact with Negan's crew. Yep. And, and that's about to go down. Yep. And Rick, Michonne, Jesse, the kids, Carl, all of them are covered in walker guts. Mm-hmm. They're on their way, trying to make their way out of the Alexandria compound. Yep. And then Maggie is stuck on top of that tower because um, she's probably going to die with Glenn looking on, pregnant with their baby. And then Morgan and Carol are still dealing with um, the aftermath of that one joker taking um, what's-her-face's new girlfriend slash wannabe Herschel doctor. So that wasn't confusing at all. But where we wanted to start is with, let's just dive right into it. Is Maggie going to survive, and will her and Glenn have a reunion? What do you think, Mel? Uh, reunion, yes. I think it'll probably be brief, short-lived, and then I think uh, then I think Maggie's going to meet her demise. And uh, the actress just went on the record, I believe, earlier this afternoon to state that the season finale is the, quote, toughest episode she's had to film yet. Uh, so that Ooh. means either she's going or Glenn's going. Ooh, I, you know what? I bet that she does get killed off because nobody can really handle another baby on that show. Like, that is just too much. One baby is already, like, way too hard. Well, so who needs two babies? I think 
I agree. And Lauren Cohen, the actress, I believe she also said um, in that, if I'm thinking of the same interview, Mo, she said that it was similar to the other episode she had to film that was one of the most hard, and that was um, Lori, when Lori's death scene, when they had to, like, slice her, when Carl shot his mom in the face, and then they pulled Judith from her zombie body. Yeah, got it, yeah. Yeah. But either way, I think that goes to show that she has some sort of personal connection to this moment, this scene, or the numerous scenes that have made the finale so difficult for. And I think you and I talked about this last time I was on the show, Liz, uh, that when you're bringing Megan in, who is such an anticipated villain on the show, people are going to want to cheer this guy, but the show needs to set the tempo right away where he needs to, to lay his dominance. You need a reason to hate Negan. And I think if he takes mm-hmm. out the character you expect him to take out as he did in the comics, you're just going right. to cheer that moment because, oh, that's what the comics did. But if you have him take out a pregnant woman in Maggie, the, the place is going to erupt and you've established yourself a, a great, horrible protagonist. Exactly. Yeah. And do we know when we're going to see him? I don't know if it's, they've said which episode he will actually um, appear in initially. I haven't uh, read anything. I think I've heard some rumors, just that though, rumors and speculation that he probably shows up in the last two episodes, maybe even the finale. I just continue to tease his name a little bit and then get, get a slight glimpse of him before we have a very, very long wait for the next season. Okay. Okay. So let's talk about anyone else that we think might die, because I think that they're due to kill a couple characters off. I mean, they've been teasing that people are going to get killed off, and they haven't exactly done any big characters lately. I know everybody is worried and speculating that it's going to be Daryl that dies this season, or at least that he could be one of them. I don't personally think it's going to happen. Do you guys think that Daryl, they would actually do that with that character? I'm going to let Mo take this one first. What do you think, Mo? <laughs> um, I think if or when Daryl Dixon leaves the show, it's going to be more based on the actor wanting to move on and not be typecast. Uh, but yeah. I think those the show creators, the showrunners, directors, they're all going to keep him around as much as possible. As sad as it is to say, people are so attached to the character. I mean, that that's not sad. But the fact that so many people are attached to Daryl Dixon that if they kill him off, there's going to be a lot of people that stop watching the show. Yeah, and I think he's Norman. I mean, he's such, I mean, this might not be accurate, but to me, I would think he's probably a huge moneymaker for AMC. I mean, he's a huge draw well, to Andy, the show yeah. and to merchandise and to cons and to everything. I mean, he's a huge part of that. Well, and he has that motorcycle show, so I don't know if like he's worried about being typecast if he's doing his own motorcycle show. <laughs> on AMC. But yeah, I could see him riding it out, pun intended, for as long as he possibly can. <laughs> that was good. Thank you. That makes you wonder. I mean Yeah. Uh, being uh, being uh, on the different side of the of the Comic Con scene and whatnot and working with him for a couple of years now, uh, he was getting very tired. And of course granted it had been even longer, but he was getting very frustrated with being known as the Boondock Saints guy. And and he was really yeah, now he's he's ready to go for, for a third movie. His stance has changed, but he grew very tired and frustrated of being the Boondock Saints guy. And, and so yeah. I wonder if 
And, and a lot of actors, you see this a lot, that a lot of actors, they get tired of being on the same show. They want to expand their horizon. And Norman mm-hmm. Reedus, I mean, the guy used to be a model. The guy can act. But if you look at his latest movie, what, Air or whatever it was called, uh, he was With, basically um, just... Yes. Yeah. Okay. He was, was Daryl Dixon in space. So, I mean, yes. You know, this, he's being typecast, and maybe he wants to break away from that. Hmm. Okay. Well, I hope no matter what happens to him, I hope we see some, a little bit more from him in a really good storyline because I haven't actually loved. I mean, he hasn't been a huge part of everything. I feel like he. They need to do something. He did better with his character. I saw in an article this week that. Oh, more well, they'll be more con- they'll be more consistent, Daryl. Okay. So they won't go ghost on us, you know, where we don't see him for like four episodes, and then he gets his own episodes with some losers in the woods. We won't see that. <laughs> um, so what about you know, we, Rick? We, what, what, I'm sorry. Uh, we keep no, talking ahead, about the uh, uh, the Maggie and Glenn situation. If these two are going to have their moment again before something happens, uh, would it be more entertaining and more tragedy if we never get to see? Daryl and Carol have their moment together. Would it almost be better to keep them apart because we, we always want it, we never got to see it, or do they put them together? Ooh, um, I think, well, the thing with Carol and Daryl is that they're always each other's soundboard when they need it, and they're all, soundboard meaning they don't even really have to talk to kind of console each other. Um, like what, remember when, uh, Daryl found Carol in the, uh, in that room and he, picked her up. and he picked her up and it was like so sweet. And it's just, I don't know. I don't think that their moments are as special all the time unless they, they need that moment. Like Glenn and Maggie always have sweet moments because mm-hmm. they're just adorable and they love each other. Mm-hmm. And not to say Carol and Daryl aren't adorable and don't love each other, but I don't feel like their moments they don't need them as much as I think Glenn and Maggie do. Yeah, it would be way more dramatic to me if Glenn and Maggie didn't get their reunion than Daryl and Carol. Yeah, agreed. Yeah. I don't know. We're just talking about Daryl possibly, you know, rumor have it that, you know, he could be on the chopping block and maybe we never get a closure between them and, and that could drive some people crazy. Yeah, I could see that with his off. <laughs> Wait, prediction. Ooh, okay. So this may be way out of left field, but um, what if, you know, Daryl gets axed or gets, I was going to try to make a cool bat pun with Negan, but it didn't come to me in time. Okay. So what if Negan <laughs> kills Daryl or something like that? And um, Carol, and because of how it happened and Carol wasn't there and she finds out, maybe it was because Morgan didn't, you know, Morgan, Morgan didn't step up. Yeah, he he messed up again and didn't step up, and it ended up costing Daryl his life or something like that. I could see that really tormenting Carol. Right. And I could see that being a great um, character development piece for Carol in dealing with that. Yeah. Because she can't always be there. She can't always be the one to she's, burn the bodies or shoot the kids. And she's going to need know? something to bring her back to humanity, bring back her humanity a little bit, because she's so crazy right now. It will never, yeah. And, and like she right. just dies. No way. I like that. Riding a dragon in season 12. You want that, Mo? I like that a lot. I do. I like that. That's actually a very good storyline. You should, you should, uh, AMC should hire you. Oh, Oh my God. They should. Thanks. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So do you think, are there any other characters that you think are, um, are very likely to die 
before the season ends. Jesse's son. Oh, God. Both of her sons just need to get eaten <laughs> right up. Worse. Okay, so what do you think about Rick and Jesse? Do you? It's. I feel like Mo that Jesse is. She's so much Team Rick because a he's Rick motherfucking Grimes and he's hot and he's got an awesome beard. Two, he's a leader and he's got he's like makes these tough decisions and she's kind of like brought out this inner fierce woman in her. Do you think that it'll come to a point? And Andrew Lincoln did say in this that same article I read on EW that things move. Extremely fast in the first episode. I know they said that before, but I think you mentioned. You mean in this one coming? In this one coming back, things move extremely fast, and where we left off was that little shit screaming, "Mom, mom, mom!" Mom, and nobody like <laughs> responding to him. Like, shut. Like somebody would like his brother would slap him in, in the back of the head and be like, "Shut up." I don't know. So, I mean, do you think that it'll it'll come to a point where they might have to do something like? Eat him to the zombies, and she lets it happen. Like I, I don't know. What do you think is going to happen with Rick and Jesse and the son? I know what happens in uh, the comics, but I don't think. Yeah, I would say I. Oh. I like that there is some separation from the show and the comics because if they if they do everything like the comics, well, we're going to get an answer to that question very quickly here. Okay, then I won't say anything else. I'm purposefully not I'll reading talk to you. I accidentally don't tell me. Okay, okay, I won't tell you. You always tell me the spoilers. Mo, did I ever tell you how when Andrea died at the end of season... <laughs> was, it, was, an accident. was it three? I don't know. I think it was season three. When she died, that was like the big thing in the finale. And Lindy comes over and she knew I hadn't watched it yet. Because I think I was at a Comic-Con. I don't, I don't remember. But you were like, oh, God. I mean, Andrea died. Like, it was just a... And then you looked at me like... Oh, shit. Yeah, it was an accident. <laughs> she still holds it against me. I'm just saying. You've spoiled things to me, too. Moving on. Okay. Okay. That's that's okay. It took it took Liz how long to watch Daredevil. It's all right. She still, no, she still didn't yes, finish I, it. Yes, I did. You did? Yes, I finished it. Oh, my God. What? I finally finished it because I got on my Jessica Jones binge, and I did finish that. That's good. That's and great. I know they're planning a crossover, and Rosario Dawson... Seeing her in Jessica Jones, I was like, okay, Mo and Lindy, like, seriously, <laughs> might kill me if I don't finish this. And then you did. Yeah. I'm proud of you. Thank you. I'm so proud. Okay, so did we decide that Jesse's sons, they just need to die? Was that the question, or is that just what well, I'm talking about? Well, no, I don't think you guys can answer that question because of the comics. But no, so I'm just going to say what we want to happen. Okay, what do you want to happen? I want them to die, both of them. Okay. Brutally. And immediately. You and Mo oh, get together, and you just have, you know. I don't like, unless Carl, who's a complete badass now, I don't know, he's awesome now, but all other children, I just want to go away. Except for a little ass kicker and Carl, they can stay. Enid, she needs to go. She is so annoying. Jesse's kids need to go. What do you guys think? So all the I, uh, I think the younger boy, I think uh, he's on his way out. Um, and I think the older one will probably last a little bit longer, uh, but I mm-hmm. think uh, both of the sons are uh, are going to eat it here soon, or be eaten, rather, and uh, I think I do- that's what's going to cause the rift between Mom and Rick. Hmm. I think Jesse will die, too, at some point, though. I can see that. Yeah, yeah at, at some Rick- point. I don't know if it's necessarily in the first episode, but yeah, definitely at some oh. point. Yeah. And you and I, uh, moving on to the first four minutes, um, it's been said that the first four minutes will pick up with Negan's crew, Sasha, Abraham, and Daryl. When we had you on last last time, Mo, 
we, I believe we got into a heated discussion about Abraham dying because remember how terrible that episode was that no one understood between him and Sasha <laughs> and the dialogue. It was confusing. Yeah, it was weird, which is odd for The Walking Dead because usually you, you know, you watch it and you're like, oh gosh, here's another one of those episodes. But at the end, you're like, wow, that was so powerful. We didn't really understand what was happening, so we were thinking they were just trying to give him like, okay, here's his episode. And then, you yeah. know, he'll die. I think him and Sasha are going to die. You think? I, I don't know why I feel like everyone's going to die. I think, yeah, you're, you're very morbid right now. <laughs> okay, well, uh, maybe I can, I can help you out with that a little bit. I think it's because they've announced so many new cast members, so many new castings lately. It's, it's hard to imagine yeah. they can juggle them all. I know. And did you guys watch the first four minutes of the, yeah. the episode? Okay. Well, I mean, it looks like Abraham and Sasha could. I mean, of course they make it look like that, but well, like they could be killed. Well, I feel like there could be a, it's probably going to take a while to get to where Negan's HQ is, because if JDM, if Jeffrey Morgan isn't going to show up in the last couple of episodes, I, and they said that they will promise a more consistent more consistent screen time of Daryl. Mm-hmm. I feel like it's going to be like some sort of crazy journey and getting to Negan with Negan's crew. Yeah. Assuming they take them as captors. But which Negan's is what I think. crew, I think they're going to have to prove too that they live by like a different code. I think they're going to have to prove that they're so those willing what? to kill. So they'll spend people. some time exploring that. You think? I think they'll. I think just his crew, whatever, are going to kill a few people before they even, or at least someone before they actually get to Negan. That's what I think, but... I just hope if Abraham's going to bite the bullet, if Abraham's going to get it, he better die in that incredibly spiffy outfit that he's wearing. (laughs) I know he looks sharp and his dress blue. I mean, I can only imagine if I was going to pass away, if I knew my death was coming, I would wear an outfit just like that because that is, like, prestigious right there. I would, too. Yeah, yeah. Like, what would you be wearing? Like a oh, like an Ellie Saab runway 2016 collection. No, if I could pick anything, <laughs> if I could pick anything at your all, leather jacket and your margaritas. Yeah, pants. my margarita capri pants. Which long story? They have an in, they have she has these terrible capri pants that have the like they have making a margarita instructions on them. It's comfortable, and if you know I, I'm stranded somewhere and I forget how to make a margarita. I know how to make a margarita because it's on your because it's on my pants, right? <laughs> so, so when you wear that, you don't know if people are checking you out or reading a recipe. Exactly. That's <laughs> <laughs> a great confidence booster because you know I was at a low point. Let's move on, okay? okay. <laughs> but I'll be wearing my margarita pants and my leather jacket. Now, more about the winter, the season six winter premiere. Um, it's titled No Way Out, directed by Nicotero, which right. means it's going to be amazing. And, um, Lindy, you said it was filmed at night? Yeah, I guess I read an interview with him that he did recently with Entertainment Weekly where he said he fought very hard to film this whole episode at night. And actually, it cost so much to light everything up that they he actually sacrificed an entire day of filming to be able to have the funds to film this at night. Um, because he felt like it was that important. And he also said that they have a record number of walkers in this episode. They have over 1,300 walkers, I guess more than they have in the quarry. So we're going to 
you've seen some major playing action. Fun night. Fun fact. I'm actually one of those extra walkers, and you can spot me by my margarita pants. I was going to say, are you wearing the margarita pants? I was not one of the walkers, no. Um. There's definitely not enough walkers that died in fun outfits. <laughs> I know. You can't even tell what they're wearing. We need to write them a letter. I know. It's like, this isn't realistic. Um, I'm curious. If, that reminds me, too. I'm curious to see how they'll show... I know it's, it picks up right where it left off um, from before, but I didn't really pay attention much to the walkers' deterioration. And we started to notice that, you know, jumping from season to season, and we're still in the middle of this current season, mm-hmm. but how much they've deteriorated. Mm-hmm. Like, what what next, like, gross thing they'll do? Like, we had the melting walkers last season. Um, do we have, like, a melting walkers on pavement scene this season so far? Have we had that yet? Mm-hmm. Have you done it before? No, I mean, like, that type of moment. Oh, oh, you know how they do something, like, super gross with the walker? Like, we had the walker that had, like, trees remember. growing out of it when there yeah. was. I don't remember. I'll be curious to see what they do. Yep. Especially uh, with Nicotero directing. I know. It's going to be good. Um, I, I did also read, because what really annoyed me a couple seasons ago was how split up everybody was, because I felt like I missed Season people four. all the time. Yeah. And I, I did read that they, I don't think it's going to be this way. You know, everybody's broken up right now, but I think they all get back together, or at least mainly, fairly quickly. Okay. That's good to know. I will totally hate it if everybody's in, you know, five different groups and right. we have to split time. So, I think I, I, I think I read somewhere that, uh, that they're purposely trying to put the, most of the crew back together in the second half of the season because it has been so divided. And, and the common everyday fan likes to see the group together, and I don't blame them. Right. Exactly. They have a yeah. great d- dynamic, which leads me to think, so I know we only have um, a short time left, but I really wanted to get your opinion, Mo, on the whole Morgan Carroll situation, that weird dude with the terrible teeth, that took Dr. Lady Four Eyes, I forget her name. What do you think is going to happen there? And just in that situation in general, I'm looking for theories or anything. I'm hoping that uh, they keep both of them alive. I know I know a lot of people want Morgan to, to get what's coming to him, but I like his dynamic. I like that he has a very solid anti-killing stance that is a good dynamic with the rest of the group. If everybody has the exact same mentality, there is no drama. There's no reason to watch the show. They're a bunch of just professional ass kickers. I don't want that. So I, I want both Carol and Morgan to continue on uncomfortable with one another, but because they're in the same group, they have to work together. And maybe there's some backstabbing here and there, uh, but I want to see that dynamic continue into the next season. Yeah, I, I agree. I I've always liked Morgan, and I still do like Morgan. I mean, he's kind of annoying right now because, you know, we want Carol to, you know, because we all love Carol. But I also don't think they would have given Morgan an entire episode to himself just this season to kill him off so soon. I mean, he might bite the dust at some point, but I don't think they're going to get rid of him when they spent an entire episode on him so recently. You know what I mean? we We think that there's a strong dynamic between Morgan and Carol now. Uh, Negan, if he's anything like his comic book counterpart, is is a guy who kills without hesitation. You know, you could argue the same thing for Carol, but Negan will do it just to prove a point. 
So having the Morgan-Negan dynamic to me is too good to pass up. Yeah. Ooh. Hmm. Yeah, it's true. And I like what you said about how Morgan has such, like, a concrete way of thinking and, you know, his morals are so set in stone. And it's interesting you said, you know, it, there might be a little bit more backstabbing when he meets up with the crew. I almost think that it's less backstabbing and more Rick needing to pay attention to what Morgan's doing because Morgan's not, I mean, I don't think he'll, you know, announce what he's going to do. He's just going to do what he thinks is right. And it's very easy to figure out what that will be. So it's almost like, okay, Rick, how are you going to manage all these new people? How are you going to manage the person that could break up the whole dynamic? Yeah. So you have to pay attention to that. And then you also have to cater to the, you know, the core, what should we call them? Zombie core, like the zombie core group. Yeah. And then there's like the new kids. So it's like, how are you going to, how are you going to manage that? Yeah. And I think if Dr. Flores, as you called her, gets killed, (laughs) I I think if they can't save her, he's going to lose a lot of credit because it's kind of his fault because he insisted on keeping this guy alive. But if he can, it's like Morgan's fault. Morgan's, yeah. But if they can manage to save her and if he can kind of avoid that situation where that blame isn't all put on him for someone's death because of his decision, then I think you know, maybe people will listen to him and at least understand where he's coming from. But I think if people start dying because he is keeping people alive or not making tough decisions, then I think all his credit goes out the window and I, a matter of time. I think it might even already be gone um, because Michonne, who we haven't talked about a lot, remember, was it um, Michonne, Carol, and Rick that put him in the room and were like, hey, get your shit together? I think Michonne seeing that someone's already been taken, you know, Carol was hurt and and she was trying to protect him. This guy, you know, this wolf guy got Dr. Four Eyes. I could even see Michonne being like, listen, we don't have time for this. Maybe, yeah. Like, what is going on with you? Like, we gave you a chance and you ruined it. Yeah. I don't know. I'm not sure. I mean, you you could be onto something there. I, I still think that Walking Dead works best when you have at least one character as your human element. Somebody who still remembers where humanity and not just playing a live action video game. Yeah, now that's uh, Right. Herschel Dale was that voice before Herschel came in. I think Morgan's that voice now. And if Morgan goes, somebody else has to step up and be that voice, especially as we get into Negan, who will be a, the big bad for quite some time, most likely. Um, you need somebody. So maybe Michonne is that person that steps up, but then people are going to say that she's not as badass as she used to be. You need somebody to get rid of Morgan. Who's that going to be? Yeah. Okay. I like it. All right. Well, we're about running out of time. So I think we should end on when we talked about just going around and saying who you're most excited to see coming back in the first episode. Oh, what we're most excited for. Oh, yeah. Or just in general, what you're most excited for for this first episode. We've heard a ton about it. Okay. Well, you go first. Well, I'm just super anxious to see how Rick and them make it out of the situation. I think it was a really powerful scene, them walking out covered in guts. I mean, you've got baby Judas that they're protecting and all the kids. And I, I, I mean, it was, I was scared watching it. I was scared for them. It was very tense. So I'm, I'm most excited to see if they can make it out or if that little Sam if he ruins it, I just want to see how that whole scene plays out. What about you? Okay. Uh, Mo, you go first, because I don't know yet. I'm still thinking. Yeah. Well, she, she, she took my answer, so I'll, uh, I'll move over to, uh, to Dr. Four Eyes and the wolf situation. I'm looking forward to seeing how that wraps up. 
Uh, I want to see if Morgan does what he needs to do to remedy the situation, if Carroll has to do it, or none of the above. Uh, I'm, I'm very fascinated because this could really define the future of a character. What if Dr. Foraz has secretly been doing ninja training on her own and just, like, you know, bust, mm, bust you know, out the mood and saves herself? No. What's the likelihood of that percentage? Out of 10. <laughs> one being yeah, the lowest I'm gonna I'm gonna go with one on the ninja skills, but she's a doctor, so who knows? Maybe she has a scalpel or something on her. Right. True. Okay. Great, Liz. What about? You? Um, of course, I'm excited to see all of those things, but I would I'm not really excited to see Glenn and Maggie reunite. I just want to get it over with because I know it's not going to go well. Whatever happens. To so them. I just I just want it to I, I just want it to happen. I mean, Lindy and I have been talking about. Team Glaggy, or a couple names we've come up with them for years. We, we thought they deserved a spinoff, Glaggy in the Watchtower, back when they were on the prison. <laughs> it didn't really happen. No. Um, well, she's kind of on a Watchtower right now, though. Oh, my God. Full circle. I'm just saying. All right. Maybe So maybe they'll just drag out one of their deaths for, like, three episodes, and you won't really know what happened. Uh, or maybe, like, an entire season. You know. So much wine will be consumed. <laughs> well, Mo, thank you so much for joining us. We are so excited, and we're joining um, you and the rest of the Wizard World team at Wizard World Cleveland here at the end of the month. Yes. Last weekend in February. Yeah, some huge names got added. We saw Chris Hemsworth got added. Yes. And, of course, we have Matt Smith and Karen Gillen, and there's so many other the Russo brothers. Oh, yeah. Oh, I saw and, well, on, on The Walking Dead theme, Chandler Riggs will be there. Chandler Riggs, that's right, Carl. So make sure you guys get your tickets if you haven't gotten them yet. It's going to be awesome. There's going to be some awesome stuff going on, and we've got three pan- three fan panels that we're yep. doing. And we're doing our, well. We're doing our Dead Fans Walking, Walking Dead fan panel, of course, because duh. And then we have our Game of Thrones fan panel, and we're doing our very first Doctor Who fan panel. I don't know why we haven't done that before. I don't know. Freaking pumped! Yeah, it's going to be awesome. And we already have some amazing prizes, boys. Don't miss it. And don't forget to check out all the other amazing podcasts over on Con Radio. You can follow Con Radio on Twitter and Facebook at Radio for Geeks. And you can follow us on purefandom.com. We've rebranded. It's super fun. We have a cape on our logo now. Yes, the flying pea. It's a a beautiful cape. It's a beautiful flying pea. Beautiful flying pea. It looks great on a button, which we will also have at Wizards of the <laughs> So get ready. So get ready for buttons. <laughs> We've upgraded from stickers to buttons. Yeah, because everyone goes home a winner at our fan panels. I know. I love it. Whenever somebody doesn't win, we're like, don't worry. You still won a sticker. And they're like, thanks. They look so <laughs> sad. <and laughs> except, at the, except at the end, we say, come and get a sticker if you want one. Everybody wants a sticker because everybody wants something free at a comic-con exactly you gotta take everything you can get (laughs) anyway so anyway thank you guys again for tuning in we will be back here same time same place next week and until then fangs out yeah can we still say fangs out mo i think we should still say fangs out you should say it with us yeah say it say it with us ready capes out no i wanted to say capes out capes out (gasps) capes up you just came up capes no it's out like you're flying Tapes out. I think we did. at a 45-degree angle like you were taking off into the sky. That's too long of a hashtag. But capes out. I like that. Okay, ready? (laughs) Tapes out. (laughs) Tapes out. All right. Thanks, guys. Thanks, Mo.